Welcome to Get a Life Podcast with Kristen and Steve. Together, we are certified life and business coaches and consultants. Join us as we give you practical steps to realistic subjects based on our experiences that are attainable and you can apply to your life today to start seeing results. We will talk about subjects such as time management, organizing your day, your purpose, getting beyond your past, and many other topics. We want to help you take the next step. We will use our experiences and life journey to help you shorten yours. So grab a cup of coffee, put your earbuds in at your desk, or go for a run, and let's get a life together. Welcome to Get a Life Podcast. This is Kristen. This is Steve. And today we are on episode 44. We've had another little sabbatical, but I guess that's just what happens and life happens. And But we're back. We've got a couple more subjects we'd like to share with you. And today's subject or episode is going to be on confrontation. Yes. The subject that isn't always easy to deal with in life, but... It's necessary. Maybe it's a very misinterpreted word at the same time. I think I think so. I think we'll talk about it, but it seems when you hear the word confrontation, you think of something negative. Right. And I think we'd like to just put a different spin on that today. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to look at both ends of that and the positive and the negative to it. We all deal with being confronted. We all deal with needing to confront. And depending on your position in life, you may deal with the need for confrontation and you may deal with getting confronted more than others, depending on if you're in any type of leadership role, um, you're going to deal with confrontation on all levels from both ends. So we want to look at what that is, how to confront in a healthy way and the necessity of it. Right. There's some statistics I want to look at real quick. In the workplace, 85% of employees experience conflict, while 76% of those prefer to avoid it. They prefer to avoid conflict. In couples, uh, relationships, 16% of couples report little conflict. 60% say they have moderate levels of conflict. 22% say they fight and argue a lot. (laughs) So, Confrontation, conflict, all of these things, they're all around us. Mm -hmm. We cannot avoid them. So we have to learn through life how to deal with them. Correctly. Properly, correctly. Right, 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 right. And you won't always. No, because you know why? Because you're a human being. Correct. You're not always going to deal with them properly on on both ends. You may confront too quickly. You might not confront at all. Correct. And some stuff let's just face it, needs to be confronted. And both of those confronting maybe too quickly and not confronting and one is as unhealthy as the other. Yeah, I agree with that. Many believe that's not true, but it is. One is as unhealthy as the other. Yep. Confrontation, by definition, this may seem pretty obvious, but it's a face-to-face meeting, the clashing of forces or ideas. Mm-hmm. Kristen just said it. Confrontation is not a negative. It's an uncomfortable conversation. It's an uncomfortable conversation. That's really that, that, what it comes down yeah. to. Anything or anytime you have to confront anything that's extremely uncomfortable for both parties. Some people are like, oh, they're really great at confronting. Not really. They just know what needs to be done. It's not an easy thing to right. do. It's uncomfortable. It's extremely uncomfortable. But we've decided 
that it's a negative because we don't right. like to be uncomfortable. Right. Because it does. makes me uncomfortable that you're confronting me about something. So now I'm causing that to be a negative right. instead of actually. And depending on the approach, how it happens, it might be something you need to listen to sometimes what people are bringing to you. Right. Their approach may not be correct, but the information they are bringing to you most likely is correct. It's just not brought in the right in the right way in the right way. Yeah. So you still need to listen to what are you they still need to say? listen to it. But it is it, it's difficult when someone's confronting you with a certain tone of voice or, you know, coming in really defensive. But at the same time, you have to be mature enough to listen between the lines. What are they saying? What are they actually saying? Mm -hmm. Uncomfortable conversations, confrontation, whatever you want to call it, can sometimes be the most effective form of communication because it solves problems lots of times. Well, it, it brings stuff up out of the out in the open, very uncomfortable, not fun to deal with, but it's out here. We talked about it. Now it's done. Now it's over with. Mm -hmm. Now we can move on instead of sitting and mulling over in your mind a thousand times about, well, this person is this or this or that, that, or this or that. And you make up all these scenarios in your mind about why or how or mm -hmm. whatever, instead of just confronting instead it of. and just talking about it, you get so much more clarity about what's going on. Mm -hmm. Avoiding that confrontation leads to resentment, frustration. Well, I remember the kids had a little storybook and it talked about lying. We're going to use it as the same as confronting. When something needs to be confronted and you sweep it under the rug... <sighs> It's just a little small, little, you know, little lump. If you continually sweep things under the rug, there's going to be this great big hump under the rug that, that cannot be avoided at that point. Mm -hmm. So then it goes into this great big explosion when you could have just done it before you swept it under the rug and it wouldn't be this great big mess. Or if it's depending on what type of relationship it's in, it just causes dis distance in that relationship yeah. where nobody ever deals with it. And now... What was a close relationship just is and, just and, and half the time, one side of the party doesn't even know why. Right. Absolutely. So, yeah. so conflict can be unhealthy when you can't come to an agreement. That That's the true. key. That's you, true. It, and sometimes that happens in like, depending on that, typically more, um, you know, relationship based conflict where you can't, you just can't come to an agreement and, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, you mm -hmm. know, friends or whatever, and you go your separate way when it's not productive. But at least you know why. Right. At, at least, least you, you know, know why, why you're not my friend anymore. Now I know why you don't want to be my friend. Right. There's some conflict that is just unresolved, depending yeah. on what happened, no, that's what the situation true. is. There's some things that just you're better off saying, you know, we're going our separate, separate ways. ways and, yeah. We're going to agree to disagree and move on. But why do most people avoid? Why do they not like confrontation? I think you mentioned it. They don't want to be uncomfortable. Yep. Lack of control over the situation. Well, they're not in control of it because someone else is now kind of taking the control because they're confronting you. Mm -hmm. So now you're feeling out of control. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think another is the unknown. How is that other person going to react if I confront them mm. about this? How are they that, going that's to? That's usually the biggest issue. And I and I want to avoid that. I don't want yeah. that issue because mm -hmm. I don't know. They may be going to open fine. a can They of, may yeah. yell at yep. me. 
Most likely they will. You know, whatever it is. Not knowing how or how our own emotions will react in the midst of the confrontation sometimes, too, is why we avoid it. You know, mm-hmm. I'm going to try to come into this calmly, but if it doesn't go, then I'm going to get hyped up and yep. I don't want to go there. Well, because when you are ready to confront or you're going to confront, there's already so many... I feel like emotions have built up long enough mm-hmm. that you've had to be brave enough to say, okay, I'm, I'm going to have to say something now. Right. So your emotions are, in my opinion, already kind of, you're On either mad, low. sad, you know, you, you you already have an emotion about it. That's why you're confronting it. Right. Right. Because there's already these feelings that you have. Correct. So let's look for a minute at the positive side of confrontation. Yeah. Yep. What are some positives that come out of confrontation? Well, like I said, you get it out in the open. It's You're not going to sit around and assume anything because you've had the conversation. There's two sides of it now. Now you know where one person stands, how the other person stands, and you can move on from that. So is it safe to say that confrontation in a healthy way actually has the potential of creating a stronger relationship I, with someone. I would say yes, but it is absolutely your approach of it. Right. Your approach to com- the confronting. In the receiving end of and, it. Too. Well, yeah. How you how you receive it. Uh in the workplace, it can improve problem solving as long as we're open to hearing both sides. I've and seen this I think, in the workplace. Yeah, because if you someone comes in in the workplace and says, okay, these are some things that I really need you to you know, work on or these, do it. These are issues. Sometimes it just helps that person say, okay, these are the standards that you need me to do. Mm-hmm. Now I know how to do my job better. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it's a, it's, it, it's a form of communication yeah. to get things up and out instead of just being mad because he's not vacuuming every time you tell him, you know, you, but. He doesn't know. So now you're going to confront him and say, you haven't vacuumed for two weeks. Well, why didn't, I guess I didn't realize I was supposed to. Right. It it clarifies the issues. Right. And it allows, if both sides are open, even the one doing the confronting, you know, whether you're, if you're an employer or or a manager in business and you have to confront an employee because they're not up to standards. But even on that confronting end, when you're the one confronting and saying, here's what I need. The biggest thing that I've found that the receiver has respect for you on is at the end of that, you say, now, what can I do better on my end as the leader? Right. How can I help you better? Right. Is there something different I need to do as well? Right. And and then that person needs to be honest on that end, too, and say, well, yeah, actually, Steve, this is what I I need you to communicate this better. Right. I want to give an example of not a great leader. Our daughter uh, worked for a company. Uh, she did not know, but she put some announcements on her, one of her doors, her mm-hmm. office door, she put announcements on there. She came into work the next day and they were literally ripped off and in her trash. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh my gosh, somebody kind of va- like vandalized my papers on my door. So she went to her boss and said, my goodness, somebody ripped off the papers. He goes, yeah, that was me. And she's like, well, how come? He goes, well, I don't like papers taped to the door. And she goes, oh, I'm really sorry. I I didn't realize you didn't like that. I wish you would have told me. And his answer was, by ripping them off your door is how I told you. Right. That's horrible leadership. That's that's horrendous (laughs) leadership. That's not, 
that could have been worked out so much differently. That's a person that doesn't belong in a leadership position until he gets training. So from that day forward, that was kind of her way of trying to work with this leader. Mm -hmm. And it made it so difficult because it was he wouldn't confront anything, but he would do things like that. So you're supposed to just constantly guessing, constantly guessing. And that is not a fun place to be. Just come tell me what it is you need me to do. I guess confrontation and communication are kind of, kind of, they for go me, hand in hand. They go hand in hand. And I'll tell you, because what, if you can't communicate with me, now we're going to have to confront. Right. And I'll tell you what happens. Cause I mean, I've worked places. I've worked a lot of jobs over the years and I've worked places before same thing where the communication on the confrontation end isn't good. You're, you're basing how you do your job off of the emotions of the leader. Mm. And that, you know what that causes? That causes employees to mess up even more. Well, didn't she feel like Abby was, she was in a constant state of nervousness thinking she was going to do something wrong. Who knew he didn't like papers being taped to the door and one day he could be fine with it and the yeah next day, no. yeah exactly so it causes you to mess up even more because you're you're so overly aware of yeah. what am i doing mm-hmm. this simple task i shouldn't even have to think about but well, now i gotta think about <laughs> just putting an announcement on your door right, right. because now you're scared to death the to boss do anything. told her to post the announcement well exactly so, she so that's posted where she posted the announcement it. she so, said where everybody could see right. she thought that so, was a great place there you go. guess what <laughs> so but confronting in a healthy way in workplaces open to both sides it can solve problems it clarifies issues you can come up with solutions to a problem and fix things mm-hmm. so it can be healthy it can help create in relationship healthy boundaries it can heal old wounds mm. if you're willing to confront and listen it can enhance the value of good friendships yes i agree None of this is easy, but if mm-hmm. it's done properly, there can be very positive outcomes. And, and that's the key, done properly. I am much better at confronting things than I ever was when I was younger. Mm-hmm. I don't know if my approach is always the best. Uh, mine isn't. Because it, there are emotions that come along with confronting. Mm-hmm. But my words are 100% truth. Right. But it comes with passion, I guess, because you're passionate about something that you're confronting. Right. Right. And it's and I'm the same way. I never confronted anything as a kid because of my personality. You go through life long enough and you get run over long enough Mm -hmm. and finally you say, I ain't going to get run over. I'm not going to do that anymore. So you start confronting things and you don't always I'll be the first to admit I don't always my approach is not always good. Always. So let's look at that. Let's look at steps to confront and resolve Conflict, whether you struggle with confrontation or not, these are good steps to follow when you deal with confrontation. So the first one is think it over. Mm-hmm. Honestly assess the situation. Am I overreacting mm-hmm. or is this situation really this way? Mm-hmm. Is this really what it is or am I overreacting to yeah. it? What really happened here? Right. Think it over. For me, I want to discuss it with someone else one more time. Say, am I, am I like just freaking out for no reason right or is this really something that needs to be addressed right is this really what it is Is this really what it is another one okay so you you've identified that this is a real issue it needs to be confronted 
The next step really that can that can help is figure out what you want to say and how to say it. And this is a hard part without uh, yeah. blaming others. Like, how do I want to get my mm-hmm. point across? And I found this to be key for me because I said this. So I tend to jump quickly into conflict, but I found my outcomes and understanding of the other side to be more effective when I first figure out what to say and how to say it. Yes, because I try to use facts and not like, you know what, you're just a jerk or you know what, or you're just, you know, not insulting the person, but using the facts of what is happening. Right. Right. Insulting someone and telling them they're dumb or stupid or whatever in the middle of a conflict, they're done listening to you. Right. You need to give facts. So in your confrontation, when you confront somebody, whether it's in a relationship type situation or a work situation, it's typically due to an opposing opinion. So you yes. have to figure out how and to you're going to be passionate about it. Right. You have to figure out how to explain how you feel and your opinion on the matter. You right. may not change their mind, but the point of confrontation isn't always to change somebody's mind. It's to bring understanding Mm-hmm. So both sides understand each other better, mm-hmm. their viewpoint, how they're approaching things. So you may not agree, but now I have an understanding of how Where you view you're this. Coming so from. Right. I can work with I you. I really on want that. you to see my point of view. I, right. That I guess that's probably how I do a lot of confronting. I just want you to see it from my side. Mm-hmm. We need to clear the air, basically. Right. Exactly. And this is how I'm perceiving what's going on right now. Right. Right. And, yeah. and there's some situations where you can come to an agreement. Sometimes yes, you because agree, I think that isn't that why you do that? That's why you. So I can get clarification because this is how this is making me feel right now. Right. If you feel the need to confront, it's because you care about somebody enough. They're important enough in your life or in your job that you feel the need to. Because if somebody isn't important to you, I really don't care I, what whatever. you think about I don't my opinion care. or not. It's right. not worth I mean, me. if we did that, we could be confronting people all day long right. on Facebook or whatever. I it's, could care it's less. It's not worth me wasting my time. Correct. Right. So that's that's a big key in that. The next one is really listen. Listen carefully to what is being said. And if you don't understand what's being said, ask questions to clarify what they're saying. Don't listen to respond. Listen to understand. Yeah, that's a big one. That's a big one. And that's tough when you're emotionally fired up mm-hmm. about something. Right. You got to listen to understand, not listen to respond. So we have to work towards that understanding. So confrontation may bring you into agreement with someone else once you see the other side or once they see the other side. Like we just said, you may never agree. You may have to agree to disagree. Mm -hmm. The point in this is avoiding confrontation does not make the situation go away. It sure doesn't. It, it makes, makes it, it worse. worse. It's like the rug with <laughs> yeah. everything under it. Yeah. And that's what I just, that was one of the things I wrote in my notes. Sweeping it under the rug doesn't mean it's forgotten. It does no. not make it go away. It makes it fester. It's, it's like there. A, it's like an infection. And every time you see that person, it's you try to be not, but it's in the back of your mind. Always. You have to deal with it. Yeah. Avoiding a response to a confrontation, hoping it will blow over, usually only makes the other party even more frustrated and upset. So is confrontation or the ability to confront, is that a personality thing? I'm going to say no, because my original personality is a people pleaser, which I think 
shocks everyone. It's funny. <laughs> but the but the core of who I am as Correct. a person is absolutely a people pleaser. My mm-hmm. entire life was always saying, I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. What can I like everything, whatever I could do for anybody else, I did not care about my own self. But you life changes you. Mm-hmm. Experiences in your life changes you. So you you decide that you're worth more than that. Mm-hmm. And you have to decide that I'm no one else is going to stand up for me. So I'm going to have to do it for myself. Right. So the struggle behind it, though, can definitely be a personality thing. It can still when, be. What, like, right. Because if there's an, another per, people pleaser that's not had horrible life experiences, they are never going to confront you. Right. And they don't like to be confronted. Right. Or there's certain personalities that aren't people pleasers and that's just by personality. Right. They don't have an issue bringing up. And hey. that's, some, that's just what they do all day long. And I think that's why it's good for people to know your personality, understand what your personality is mm-hmm. for a couple of reasons. If your personality is the type that doesn't like to confront, you can work towards how can I have healthy confrontation yeah, how, yeah. in life. Right. So that I don't keep running into these issues that I'm not confronting and it's creating other issues. Right. Or my personality is the type that I jump right into confrontation and me jumping into it so quickly isn't working either. Right. So Neither one works. I think. I think like I've, I've said it before and a, a lady that I've known my whole life, she'll say a ditch is a ditch is a ditch. Mm-hmm. So either on one side of the road is a ditch and on the other side is the road the ditch. Mm-hmm. You got to find the middle of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Is very true. So you get it. And that's why it's important to know your personality. Know who you actually are. Correct. So as we kind of wrap this up, you know, we're talking about confrontation with people that you know, that you work with, that you're in relationship with. You may face confrontation from someone you really don't know. Those types of confrontations, like we just said, typically are a waste of time. They're just walk away from them. Exactly. Okay, I, I don't really, or I don't have much of I mean, a I think, didn't you have you? some guy, like you went into Lowe's and the, he wanted to know where your guys' masks yeah, were or something. Like you didn't even know who he was. I just kind of looked at you just him. Looked, and I you're said, like, I'm not going to get into I this said, conversation I, with you. So you really have matter. to be smart and mature about right. where you spend your energy. Correct. This is talking about, you know, dealing with confrontation that can be productive. It can be healthy. You get results out of it. Uh, coworkers, bosses, customers, spouses, friends, family, whatever it is. Right. Uh, anything else you want to add? No, I think this? we covered quite a bit so, of it. I hope we gave you a little bit of insight, maybe a little bit of encouragement into the necessity yeah. of confronting. It It is healthy when done properly. When done properly. Though it's difficult. And it is necessary in life. You can't avoid it. No, you, you can't. can't avoid it. And you got to learn to deal with it mm-hmm. um, because you're going to be confronted and you're going to need to confront Correct. from time to time. Yep. So I think that's it. I think we got it. All righty. All right. We'll see you next time. See ya. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. Our goal is that you have some practical steps that you can implement today at Getting a Life. Don't forget to come back next week as we continue to talk about the subjects that will help you reach your life goals. If you want more information about what we do, you can reach us at skyoungconsulting at gmail.com. That's S as in Steve, K as in Kristen, Young, Y-O-U-N-G, consulting at gmail.com. Or our Facebook page, SK Young.
Consulting. And please share our podcast with your friends. See you next time. And remember, you control your day. Don't let your day control you. Thank you.